Hi, this is Suzanne Urban, and welcome to Women Warriors Network podcast. In this podcast, um, it originally started out that I was reading scripture through the pandemic to kind of um, have something out there, a voice that would bring peace to the hearers, being that it was such an anxious time. And then I started to read um, through the Bible in a year. Well, um, now the Lord has really laid on my heart that when a word comes that I'm just going to record um, word discuss, discussion of the word and um, kind of like mini sermons. And um, anyway, so I hope you enjoy and I hope you're encouraged, uplifted, and that um, you will seek out the truth in Jesus' name. And again, thank you for listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello. I'm back. Here we are. We are studying the Ten Commandments. And so we've already studied the first four, where I've already done kind of a, you know, little recap of, or um, over the first four. And those were, let's see. Exodus 20. There. So the first one we did... I am the God that spake, I am the Lord. Let's see, the first commandment. Thou shalt not have any other gods. The second one, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. And thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And remember the Sabbath. That was the one I did last week. This week, we are doing honor your father and mother. And that's Exodus 20. Verse 12, we'll read that. Let me pause real quick. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And reveal your word to us and bring truth so that we might walk in freedom. We thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit that convicts our hearts and draws us closer to you. Father, I pray that you open our ears to hear what the Spirit has to say and open our eyes to see. We thank you, Father, for your word that is truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So we're in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, where it says, Honor your father and your mother so that you may have a long life in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Given you. So when you look at the other... <clears throat> Which one was it? Let's see. Right here. It's verse 2. 
um, in Exodus 20, where it says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. So here we are in verse 12. Honor your father and your mother so that you may have a long life in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So when you think about, I remember we I spoke about how you know, what is your Egypt? God brought us out of a land where we were in bondage. So when you look at this tw- um, this fifth commandment where it says to honor your father and mother, it says that, that now you'll live long in the land that he's giving you. So you're coming out of Egypt, coming out of bondage into a land of freedom. And if you want to keep that freedom... He puts a stipulation on honor your father and your mother that you may have long life in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So I just think that is so profound. But that's me. Anyway, so, you know, that's just so cool how God, he's a God of the covenants. He makes promises and he does not renege on his promises and the word complements, you know, itself, um, it intertwines and works together. So when we look at honor your father and mother, um, honor your father and mother so that you may live, have a long life in the land that God has given you, um, I was reading in Matthew Henry's commentary and something just stood out and it says, and it's, and it's on this particular verse, you know, honor your father and mother, where it says, he says, as religion toward God is an essential branch of universal righteousness so righteousness toward men is an essential branch of true religion. Godliness and honesty must go together. <clears throat> um, when um, when I was before I got saved, I was a rebellious teenager, and Anything my parents told me to do, I did the opposite. Or anything they forbid me to do, um, I did it anyways. And there were a lot of little reasons why. <clears throat> um, I had some situations that had happened to me and I became rebellious. Didn't know what to do with the emotion. I ran away from home. Um, I dishonored my parents and, and, you know, and I mouthed back at them and they'd tell me to do something and then I'd, I'd cuss them out or something and then leave and then wouldn't return for days. And I slept under bushes and on the street and I snuck into my friend's house while their parents were sleeping she would let me in through her bedroom window and then she'd give me some food and let me sleep on the floor if it was particularly cold and 
And, um, you know, I did a lot of stuff like that. My dad <coughs> was an army police officer and he, um, you know, he had everybody out looking for me and they finally found me and I went, I refused to go home. And so my dad <coughs> being the kind of guy that he was, you know, he didn't force me, <coughs> um, excuse me, he didn't force me to do anything that I didn't feel comfortable doing. And at that time, I didn't feel comfortable going home. I didn't want to face my mom. My mom was particularly harsh. And, and if she'd been drinking, you know, um, abuse was um, a factor. And so I didn't want to go home. So my dad hunkered down under a bush and stayed the night with me. And, and then the next day, um, cause I didn't like seeing my dad staying under a bush like that, sleeping on the street with me. I saw how it affected him. And so I went home. I faced the music and, um, so they came up with a plan <clears throat> because I didn't feel comfortable to stay home. And it wasn't totally because of my mom. There was a neighbor that had abused me and he was only two doors down and I didn't want to be seen by him and I didn't want to confront him and and be around and so I my dad and my mom had come up with a plan that I would go and stay at an aunt's house in a different state and I stayed there for I think like nine months and then after I left there I you know I couldn't I couldn't handle it there I came home and then they put me in school, and I met this gal who who attended church, and she kept trying to get me to go to church, and I kept telling her no, I wasn't going to go to church. And then one day, my mom and I weren't seeing eye to eye, and rather than, you know, get into it with her, I called my friend and asked if I could stay the night with her and it was a Saturday night and <clears throat> my mom was willing to drive me over there and so my friend was like well it's a Saturday night and tomorrow is church so if you stay you know if you stay with me you'll have to go to church with me the next day so I didn't really have much of a choice she just kind of threw that on me and and she said her mom <clears throat> wouldn't feel comfortable with me being there without her. So I went to church and I actually gave my life over to the Lord. I was sitting on one of the back pews. Um, and I got saved. The um, She was a youth leader that my friend had brought over to me because I was clearly emotional when she brought her over to me and the gal just walked me through and told me that Jesus could <clears throat> help me through all of my everything that I had been through 
So I got saved. And then on Wednesday, they had a, a study that teaches you about Holy Spirit. And I got baptized in the Holy Spirit on Wednesday. And then the following Sunday, I got baptized in water. And so save, healed, and delivered. And it's been a process. You know, I was, what, 16, 17 when that happened. But I said all that to tell you that the things that I did before I became a Christian, you know, the rebellion, um, not honoring my parents and, <clears throat> and whatever. Um, one of the first things when I started doing Bible studies at home where I was, you know, reading my Bible and was God brought me to this verse in Exodus 20 where he's like, Suzanne, this is one of the first things you need to change. You need to honor your father and your mother. And in my little mind, I was like, but look at the stuff my mother, you know, has done. How can I honor her? So he showed me how to honor her doesn't mean I agree with what she did and I'm not making a covenant with her by honoring her. There's So when I looked up the word <clears throat> um in the Oxford dictionary the definition for respect is due D U E means something that is um supposed to be done to them regardless of how you feel due regard for the feelings wishes rights or traditions of others so my mother was an atheist at that moment my dad had been raised devout catholic but the things they asked me to do were not against god's word they were not illegal so in god's eyes i was to honor my father and mother, respect them regardless of where they were spiritually. That, you know, um, they didn't ask me to do anything illegal. They didn't ask me to do anything against his word. All they asked for, you know, was for me to obey. And... And what was obedience look like for me? You know, if my mom asked me to uh, take out the trash, then I should take out the trash. I shouldn't mumble and grumble about it. And if my dad told me that I needed to go out and sweep the porch, I should go out and sweep the porch. And submitting to their authority is what God is getting across here. And so what is my reward for honoring my father and mother? Of course, I had to repent. I had to repent for all the stuff, the disobedience, the, you know, the running away, the disrespect, um, the things that I said to them. And I had to um, humble myself before the Lord and just say, Lord, I'm sorry that that I didn't follow your word and and help me to be 
the child of God that you've called me to be, who will honor. It was not an easy thing to do because my first instinct, no matter what, was to disrespect them. And I had to pray through a lot to learn to honor my father and mother and to learn to respect them and to submit to their authority. Because if I can't submit to my own father and mother on earth, what makes me think that I'm going to submit to my heavenly father? The things that are in us is going to be demonstrated in our actions and our words. And when you dishonor your father and mother, who are your very first examples of authority, you're showing dishonor and disrespect to our Heavenly Father. That says a lot right there. And, and I knew right away when he told me, he showed me this verse and said, Suzanne, this needs to change. You need to honor your father and your mother. And do you know, I believe that because of this change, because I went so dramatically from disrespect and disobedient and dishonor to honoring my father and mother and to respect that both my parents got saved. You never know what your actions will do to a person. It makes them think. Where is this coming from? They couldn't believe the change. And although my mom claimed to be atheist, it made her take a good hard look at me and the change in how reading the Bible and having a relationship with Jesus and relying on the Holy Spirit had drastically turned me from a rebellious teenager to an obedient teenager. One willing to serve, one willing to obey, one. And that was a testimony for them. <clears throat> I remember one night I got up to use the bathroom and my parents were um, in the living room or something. And I heard my mom say to my dad, so what do you think about Suzanne and, and this religion and, and her going to church and reading the Bible and all of that? My mom, she's like, it's a phase. It'll pass. <clears throat> and I thought, okay, Lord, why'd you want me to hear that? So I prayed. I prayed harder for my parents and I wanted them to meet Jesus and... I didn't know their story. I didn't know had they gone to church before I knew my dad was raised Catholic, but it wasn't like devout Catholic. And he would tell stories about um, catechism and 
and getting in trouble with his brother by the nuns and, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know where his heart was, you know. Was it, you know, jumping through the hoops to please his parents? Or did he actually have a relationship with the Lord? And, or was he seeking, you know, God's face? Obviously, atheism. My mom had turned atheist, apparently. Because she went to church. To a Lutheran church or something like that. Because I found... Um, maybe it was Presbyterian. Um, I found some handkerchiefs that one an envelope that had a handkerchief in it with a little baptism certificate in there and it had my name on one, my sister's name on another, and my brother's name. I don't remember which churches they were from. So I was baptized early and dedicated to the Lord basically. And <clears throat> my sister and brother also. But does that mean my mom was baptized? I don't know. Okay, sorry, rambling. It just, um, so when we look back and, and I think about the drastic change Jesus made, it was like from Saul to Paul, you know, um, even in my dress, I w was wearing the short shorts, um, cut off where you, you know, if I bent over, you could see my butt cheeks and I mean, stuff like that. It just was dramatic. Next thing I know, I'm covering myself and and wearing, you know, clothes that go up to the neck. And um, my arms were covered and my legs were covered. I didn't show hardly any skin. It was my face and my hands, really, that you could see in public. And I spoke when spoken to. Um, I learned to be honest. I learned to, um, you know, just love the people around me and, and be with them. So there's my testimony on that. If the Lord is, you know, convicting you on something, then you need to follow through with that conviction so that is the one of the first things God worked on me was to honor my father and mother and and respect means you don't have to agree with their lifestyle and their traditions it means that you have due regard for them meaning you understand that that's how they believe but, you know you don't have to always correct a person uh, about certain things um, or traditions. I think of, I think it was Paul when he went into <clears throat> this one town that had many gods and they had all these altars and the altars each had a different God's name on it. And then he came upon this altar that said, um, unknown or the God without a name, something like that. And he saw that and he's, you know, his heart broke when he saw 
all the different gods. But he didn't go out and preach about, you know what? He didn't say, you know what? All these gods right here, you shouldn't be worshiping them. You know what he did? He took that one where it says the unknown name. And he says, you know what? I can tell you about that God that doesn't have a name. And here is his name. I am that I am. He's the God, the God of Isaac and Jacob and, and Abraham. He's the God that's right here. And this is what he wants for you. And he used that opportunity to share with them about Jesus. I love that story. Because sometimes opportunity, we look at opportunity as to preach against something. When God gives us a little in of an opportunity to share and it's like a foot in the door do you know they listened they listened to to paul because of how he presented it and because my parents were so troubled that i was a rebellious teenager that i wouldn't obey and that i ran away and i put my life at risk and by spending the night outside. And my mom would get physically sick when I'd be out. She didn't know where I was, if I was alive or if I was dead. Then when I drastically went from that to a child who loves God with all of her heart, that I'm willing to change any behaviors God wants me to change and submit to him when he said, honor your father and mother. I honored them up till their death. Respect them. I didn't plan to say all of that. I had other scriptures to share. Um, to back up, one of my favorite scriptures is in Ephesians that I taught my kids. And it's Ephesians. Let's just look at that real quick. Ephesians chapter 6. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord because this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. And again, what is the promised land for you? The promised land for us is freedom. Forgiveness. We come out of slavery. We, came, we were slaves to our sin. And at that time, the sin that I was a slave to was disobedience. And I had to repent. And you know, it's been a process to, to, um, to learn how, as I got older... How do I continue to honor my father and mother? And God will guide you through all of that. Let's look at so, um, Hebrews 
chapter 12. I believe I need to share this because I'm telling you, when I was looking up the verse, for some reason, I could not find the book of Hebrews in this one Bible that I'm reading out of. So I pulled out one of my older Bibles that has the little tabbies on it. And seriously, I could not find the book of Hebrews in my older Bible. The little tab had you know, been tucked down in the page and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, what is going on here? So this must be an important um, scripture. So here we are at Ephesians chapter 12, verse 9. Furthermore, we had a hu we had human fathers discipline us and we respected them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the Father of spirits and live? And that's what I was just saying just a little bit ago. That what we have inside of us, if we have honor and respect for our Father in heaven, we will have honor and respect for our parents on earth because God wants us to. And it doesn't matter if you're the only one saved. If they are not asking you to do something illegal or blatantly against the word of God, you are to obey. I know there are a lot of, and this kind of stuff has been like thrown out the window. And you see it now in the streets with the riots and with the protesters. And it's like, really? Where? The enemy has got a foothold somehow in, in this generation of, of kids. Somehow he got a foothold where they are not honoring their father and mother. And they're disobedient. So here, that's what the um, the fifth commandment is. Honor your father and mother, that you will live long in the land that was promised. And so, Lord, we just thank you for your word that is truth. We thank you for revealing to us how we need to honor those on this earth that you expect us to honor, which is our father and mother. Does it mean we agree with their philosophy? Does it mean we believe, um, agree with their theology? Does it mean we agree with their ethics? It means that we agree with your word, your word that tells us to honor our father and mother with promise. I thank you, Father, for bringing this word to us that we might have life and have it more abundantly and that your word will live in us and thrive as we hold it close to our heart and as we meditate on it. We thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit that guides us and teaches us all things. Thank you for your son that died on the cross that we might have life and might have healing. In your precious and holy name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next week. We will continue with 
the next few commandments and um, try to wrap it up in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I pray the Lord keep you and the Lord guide you. Make his face shine upon you as he goes before you, as he surrounds you, as he provides for you, as he is faithful. We thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We bless the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.